thank you guys for having me on. It was a great meeting you guys. And uh, exactly. I'll, Love I'll you. stay in touch with you guys. Yeah. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye, bye guys. Oh, can't believe you didn't say I love you, too. I love you, too. Welcome to Spencer's uh, podcast. Oh, <laughs> come on. He's so cuddly. He's so cute. Oh, look at the little eyes. I hope he's in the I office the next time I'm at. You Wait. will be. I keep bringing him in. Oh, yes. so cute. He's got these little crumbs on his paws, which is so perfect. <laughs> the little dots. Um, a little bit of housekeeping before we get started. Shout out to the Webbies. We are an honoree for best individual podcast episode for the episode why People Don't Think Women Can Dunk with Natalie Weiner. If you have not listened to that episode, it's one of my favorites. I say that about all of our reported ones, but they're all so great. Go back and listen to that episode. It's amazing. So thank you for the Webbies for that. Make sure to subscribe to our YouTube. Like, subscribe, comment, say nice things. We welcome all of that. Also rate our podcasts wherever you get your podcasts. We love all of the positive things. Thank you. And um. Yeah, actually go and watch this episode on YouTube because there's some dog content. Really cute dogs. I'm just giving you a heads up that you want to watch this video. Okay, we're going to take a quick break. When we're back, we will have Zach Schwartz. If you're hiring, you need Indeed because Indeed is the hiring partner where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Go to indeed.com slash spinsters to claim your $75 credit before April 30th. Um, so today we have Zach Schwartz with us, um, our dear friend who is at Wave and hosts and produces like a bunch of shit. What are all the different series you guys do? I do I do stuff for football, for the like NFL and college football stuff. I do... NBA, college basketball, uh, soccer, and then a little bit of the combat stuff. Wow. Combat. Lots. Like fighting, MMA, boxing, oh, just okay. some of that. But it le- less of the combat <laughs> now, but originally it was a lot. Uh, but yeah, it gets you all of them. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah. that's a left. Talk about range. That's what I was. I was about to give you a shout out. Yeah. Okay. His yeah. Um, at on everything I think right is at Zach 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 and he's yeah. a, he's an H Zach. He's not a K mm, Zach. Thank mm, you. Appreciate you difference. specifying that. Is there any yeah. kind of like division personality division that mm-hmm. you think? I'm I'm so glad you asked. ZAC is usually the most pretentious almost always almost yeah. universally. ZACKs can be like great but they usually tend to be like the most hyper and like ADHD kids. Mm-hmm. And then Zach's kind of ZACHs are kind of just more the 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 pinnacle Zach. Oh, okay. So got it. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm being like humble and honest, you know. If you're being honest, yeah. Okay. I think yeah, we Z- all have different levels to our spelling and there's mm. different levels to the people like a Y in Jordan very different very different than an a in jordan what's so, the y-n like j-o-r-d-y-n yeah but what do you think they're kind of like i think they're they're more like really trying to be different they're trying to be always the outcast in the best you know i tried a y-n in middle school i tried it for like a week it wasn't me 
It wasn't me. I really tried Whoa. it though. I, I, I like the idea of you having like an alter ego that's the YN yeah. of like mm-hmm. everyone. So no, you dip into it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I tried it. I was writing it on my homework. I was like, you know what? This doesn't feel right. Good. I mean, right. good for you for realizing yeah. that. That's funny. <laughs> the only YN I can think of is Jordan Woods. Mm-hmm. Famous yeah. YNs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, which you now, know, I like Jordan Woods. I I'll also say like Zach Schwartz, not very Schwartz is sometimes hard for people to pronounce. So when I did like open mics in college, I would like try to figure out how to spell it so that they could pronounce it, and then I was like, I'll just go by my middle name. And that quickly got taken away from me because my middle name is Levine. So, like, I couldn't do... They were like, Zach Levine's here? (laughs) Yeah, dude, Zach Levine. Zach Levine is in your fucking shitty rinky-dink Phoenix stand-up set. Can you tell that one stand-up story you told me? Which one? I don't remember. I don't even remember what happened. It was just really funny. Yeah, it went bad. A girl was like, hey... Come with me to this open mic. And the, uh, Jordan, have you ever been, have, have you guys ever been to Cantor's Deli in, yeah. it's like on Fairfax? So, mm-hmm. like a I've very, yeah. yeah, very iconic deli on Fairfax. It's open 24 hours. She was like, there's an open mic they do there. Why don't you come with? And I knew she was a really talented comedian, but I was like, oh, if she's going to an open mic, it's got to be all new material. Like, she's going to be better than me, but like, she's testing stuff. It'll be fine. And she goes up and murders, okay? And I go up there with, like, the three jokes I know that will work. I try them. None of them land. And it's so quiet after the punchline that, like, I can hear them cleaning the dishes in the back. And I was like, this isn't for me. This is that was the last time I ever did an open mic, so. Do you remember any of the jokes you told? open mic. Oh. Do I remember the jokes? Yeah. There was one. I don't even remember the setup to the joke, but the. The, it was like a story. Like it was just a quick story about like how I almost got fired from the NFL, which this is a true story. We had um we had like a pitch deck that came in where we had to create asset like pitches for different companies for like digital. So it would be like so the example in this one that's actually happened was Del Taco pitched the NFL <laughs> and I made a bunch of like different things to send them of like digital ideas. And one of the ones I made like a fake Photoshop with like a new slogan idea for Del Taco that said Del Taco because even poverty needs a flavor. Jesus and Christ, Zach. They it got it got included in the deck. And <gasps> oh, no. almost went back to Del Taco. Oh my god, how did you stop it? My boss caught it. But it was meant to go to like my coworkers while we were doing like a shared doc. Oh, and so risky. She, and she found it and luckily she's awesome and was like that's fucking hilarious. But you almost got the NFL into a ton of trouble with Del Taco. <laughs> so, this is like college, like just post college, Zach. This was an idiot. So, Dang. We, we learned lessons. That's funny. I would have laughed at that if I was there. But I, I can't go to open mics. I have secondhand embarrassment. I can't do it. Oh, absolutely. I mean can't the. The mental gymnastics of like, am I as bad as the person that's up there is brutal. <laughs> yes. You're like, what's that, Jack? Did you ever go to that open bar that it's like a Russian bar? I don't even know if it's open, but they had people who was like their first time. And then sometimes it's people with Netflix specials every Friday night. There's like this Russian bar in West Hollywood. I used bar to go to Lubitsch? that one. Yeah, Bar Lubitsch is like in their back room. And it literally like 10 people would go. It was the weirdest dynamic ever because you had, <laughs> you had to make like, at least three people laugh for it to not be uncomfortable. Ooh. No, I mean the that's ratio. always the one I went to. Yeah, the it wor- was because it's free. 
the worst part was that like you're doing it for comedians or up and coming comedians who understand joke structure. So like the whole time you're telling your joke, they're trying to guess the punchline. So no mm. one's like, oh, you got me. They're all trying to kind of figure it out or they're sitting there like working in their notebook before they go. up. So it's just it's brutal. It was so bad. But hearing them scrub plates in just dead <laughs> silence. It's like, I don't need this. I don't need to do this anymore. Not for Would me. you guys rather no. do a tight five in front of 3,000 strangers? Wow, I was, was going to say 300, and I was like, go big. Um, <laughs> or sing the national anthem for, it can be a smaller NBA team, but still has the mm, the Wizards. You got to sing the national anthem for the Wizards, or you have to do a tight five in front of three thousand people, strangers, and you don't like, even know what environment you're in. You don't know what for, state well, you're in. You have no context. First of all, it's the Wizards. You know it's less than three thousand people, so you can take comfort in that. Okay. True, but it's in Washington D.C. and you're singing the national they anthem. That. That's a lot of pressure. That's a lot of pressure. No, I'm going tight five with strangers. Same. I'm never going to see my senior thesis, I interviewed all these comedians, and one of them is Mark Normand, and he was like, in an ideal world, you would start doing stand-up in front of like a really hot, big crowd. Like You'd get to do your stuff in like a big, big venue so that it's really easy, mm-hmm. because you got to weed the people out, so you throw them to the wolves and the awful open mics. But I don't think it would be that bad. Mm. I agree. I think it because it's that many people, somebody's going to laugh and they're just there to laugh. I think if you're like opening for somebody, they, they'll laugh. Yeah. And they'll, I'm terrified. I'm going to sound like Fergie or something and they'll be all over the Internet <laughs> in D.C. singing the national anthem. No, I didn't even. I didn't she think really it it's the bar changed. It did when she did that song. That performance goes down as like and I wouldn't say it was lowered exactly it was almost like the bar flipped this way and just went to the side of like this is the most bizarre <laughs> so thing bad. i've heard yeah i genuinely think that's the most bizarre rendition of the national anthem sometimes they get weird sometimes you're not sure you know like they're in between and you're like are you still going and then at the mm-hmm. end it, it it's amazing the note that they've hit because they've stayed with it but the shots of like all the Warriors guys like grinning yeah. at each other, like you know when you and your friend would do something wrong and like the teacher wouldn't know and you're all like like looking at each other, like that was how they looked was on so national funny. TV while this woman is trying her best, and it was like, oh my, it's God, really funny because it's Fergie. Alone. It's funny because she's yes. so she's a famous Fergie. singer. If it was yeah. like some random person, I would honestly like just die of secondhand embarrassment. Mm. But because yeah. somehow because it was Fergie, and I don't even think she knows it was bad. She it was no. like she was going for something different <laughs> and it crashed and burned. That was yeah. the worst part. And that it was just all over the place and you couldn't help but laugh just like Draymond Green did. Yeah. Don't Josh, reach out. <clears throat> Josh Dumel, her I think ex husband or mm-hmm. current husband, whatever it was, like threatened all the uh, Warriors players. Did <laughs> he really? Like, yes, yeah. I remember that. It was like a like, beef between him and Draymond Green, which I'm like, what is happening right now? It's like Josh. I, yeah, yeah. Who, wait, wait, who is this guy? Tell me his name. Josh Dumel. Josh I was like, Dumel. Josh, I loved Las Vegas, the television show, but you're not going to do much to Draymond Green, all right? Not at all. He's in Transformers, right? Oh, yeah. she was that married was his... to this guy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Didn't he do something weird? 
Probably. Probably. <laughs> Probably on, it's been... picking a fight with Draymond Green over his yeah. Yeah. Weird. I think they were already divorced at that time, too. I think that was the even weirder part that they weren't together and he just all of a sudden was like trying to be Superman. He, uh, an absolute mistake. Cause I mean, Draymond's the best trash talker in the league. I know. And like we were talking about this at work. When did you get that belt? Oh, I think it's still Draymond. I think Draymond's CEO of Trash Talk. This is why yeah. I think Joel's better is because Joel, I think they bring it on the same level, but when you can be affected by the person more, that's why Jordan was so the perfect combination because when you can actually execute on it, it's like mm-hmm. way more intense and Joel Embiid could do way more damage to you than Draymond Green can. I'm not saying he's not a great defender. It's fair. But Joel Embiid can come at you from both sides. He can block the shit out of you, and he can dunk on you. Yeah, and he's going to let you know about it. He's also, I think... He might not hit a three over you, but neither is Draymond. No offense, Harry. Yeah, no, he's not. (laughs) (laughs) Harry. Um, I didn't find anything weird about Josh in my quick Hmm. Google search, except a lot of... He's being linked to Army Hammer, so I'm going to go ahead and say... The verdict is weird. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. When are we getting an Army Hammer doc? When does that come out? Um, I really want to know about his that. his parents. Because when all of when the threads and all of the things came out about what a horrible person he is and truly um, harmful person, it was like talking about his grandparents. And it was like his great-grandparents. Went way parents, back. Nuts. Yeah, They're are nuts. like part of this weird culty like yeah. everyone was eating people so yeah i don't know I, I want that everybody's I don't just want eating him. i saw um that movie he's in where they're on the river and you have to find out who the murderer is um death on the nile and i forgot mm. he was even in it and we were in the theaters and there he is like one of the main characters but he wasn't in any of the commercials they'd cut him out of everything which is smart. <laughs> we want Tough. people to come see this movie, so we're not going to yeah. yeah. publicize that you're in it. Tough. Whew. Um, okay, you guys want to talk about NBA? Absolutely. Sure. Okay, so today we're going to play a game called Macro, Micro, Medium <coughs> Crow, where we do like a wind down of the season. Um, originally we were saying wine down because I was like, Zach loves wine. So this will work. And then mm. we were all going to bring mimosas. We forgot to tell you Jordan brought one. I forgot one. Jordan, Harry? Like a kiwi strawberry. Mm. Oh, that's nice. I have, I have like this much orange juice and beer in my fridge. So I yeah, could I do just, something with that. <laughs> it's okay. We will table that. But yeah. we are doing a season reflection essentially. Yes. Um, where we're giving a macro thought, a micro thought, and a medium crow thought. So who wants to go first? <laughs> I mean, so macro overall, like the biggest of, of all of them, right? Like a big, yeah. large, overarching thought. Yeah. Um, I think this is finally <clears throat> the end of kind of this golden generation for me personally of players. Like this isn't to say the NBA is in trouble, but it is to say he built a super team with Russ, Mello, LeBron, and you're missing the playoffs and you're about 12 games under 500. And I think it just is indicative of this fully, the fully the torch passing from those generations because preseason, I thought there was still tread on the tires with 
this team. Uh, mm-hmm. There is on LeBron, but not many, not anyone really else on this roster. And I think it's more indicative of that old generation um, kind of aging out. And it's very sad, but they've given us a lot of fun memories. That's a really good macro. I think that probably that throughout all of ours is going to be something that has to do with LeBron or, you know, on some level, um, the shift that him not just not being able to pull this year out himself um, has made everybody think of. Not to say it's a bad thing. I don't – there's nothing wrong with him not being able to pull this out himself. (coughs) He has missed a bunch as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it's just he's not the same player he was, obviously. And even though he has been at various levels of the height of his career, it's almost like we'll see his career, the timeline trajectory will – if it's one of the what are the graphs where you it's like, like a, dot. a bar graph like go oh, oh, yeah a, a bar yeah, graph there is going to be yeah. like you, i don't even know how you measure it the heights mm-hmm. are just different all like they're the all place. you need context for all of them but throughout his career there's different heights in everything so it's not mm-hmm. like he's dropped off so exponentially that they're missing the playoffs i hope that like in 56 years that's not what people look back and see um but to- can I ask you, so he's leading the league in scoring, okay, mm-hmm. right, at 37 years old. That's wild. He's not going to win MVP. We know that. Do you? He's not going to probably make first team, and he might not make second team All-NBA. And it, Do you guys think he should make first team? I just don't care about the teams. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. That's, That's all another I do. This is all like, I sorry, have. Sorry, you care about point. those? <laughs> this is all I have. <laughs> I just think that, you know, he is leading the league in scoring and just the expectation, even as a Lakers fan, the expectation we put on LeBron in year 35, it feels like, is so wild. And that it's it's it was supposed to be this super team in like geriatric terms kind of like this older super team it was that's what it was supposed to be but still it was like okay LeBron lead us to the playoffs lead us to the promised land even though you are so old and Mm. it's okay if you don't do that because of all the things that you've done but we're still holding him to such a high standard it's wild yeah Yeah, but even if you like break that team up which is one of mind my medium crow is is this the season that a lot of teams go past their breaking point Hmm. um Mm. and i put the blazers on there with the lakers but i mean the blakers have already technically like taken a huge chunk and flicked it off to new orleans so it's not exactly like they haven't broken up but just that Mm -hmm. they're still sticking with one of their um stars i guess their primary stars is interesting but not totally a breakdown breakup but with the Lakers like this should be their breaking point there's no doubt about it I think talking about the Lakers this season has become so boring like it was boring two months ago you guys can all probably agree but the idea of what do you do from here this is unlike anything that we've ever been alive for it really Mm -hmm. is like I don't know back there might be an example of like another aging star who something like this kind of happened. But if they if the Lakers were to deconstruct and rebuild, um, not a total rebuild, but just say like, what can we take here that we can win with and what can we leave? Um, I think they'd much rather have I'm not even I'm, I want to take a formally take that I think off the top of that sentence. They would much rather have and be much smarter to keep lebron and say ad we're gonna try to exchange you for parts then the Mm. reverse don't Mm -hmm. you guys agree 
That's such a weird position to be in. Yeah. How many years does he have left? I know. Well, and it just feels like we did that. It does. It feels like we did reshape even after we won a championship. Like, I, I think this is going to be a couple more rebuilds like down the road. I don't I don't know if it's a one all fix all, even if LeBron is at the anchor. And I for my medium crow, I basically put, you know, it was a bad year for homecomings like playing for mm. your home team <laughs> in Russ and I unfortunately use Kimba as the other example mm. like oh, that yeah. was the big wow, story was it was like he Russ is coming home and we're going to make this a huge deal and welcome back to LA and you know I was part of the jump man where they literally painted him on a mural in downtown LA like it was a huge deal but the same with Kimba it's just like ooh didn't live up to the hype of playing in front of your home crowd, which honestly hurts worse. If you go to yeah. a random team, do bad. Both of yeah. them, it's their worst seasons. Like, it, no one's really going to talk about it. But doing it in front of your, like, middle school teacher, like, that's even worse. Yeah. Uh, Zach, what do you think? Would you... Um... How would I reassemble this team? Yeah, the Lakers. Well, I mean, first you got to get Russ off the books, and like I think they're gonna have to give up that first round pick to do that. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, who even wants that? Like, could you convince? Could you convince uh, the Jazz to give you Conley for the first round pick and Russ? Is that enough? Probably not, because Mike Conley still has something left. Versus like, you know, the Rockets wanted a first just to give the Lakers John Wall because (laughs) Russ is such a kind of disaster and. Um, yeah. I don't think trading AD is quite the right move just because I still think you're, it's too hard to replace him with pieces. Like it'd be, you'd be so hard pressed to find, like, I don't even know what's out there that you could go acquire. That's going to give you what AD can give you. The problem mm-hmm. is our memory of AD the last literally 12 months is he's just been injured almost the entire time. And I know he spoke to this that like, Hey man, you tell me get healthy, get out here or get healthy, get better than play. And then you get mad and you, I come back too early and I'm shit and you're mad again. What do you want me mm-hmm. to do? So like I, I sympathize with the guy, um, but he really I, you know, I don't even know where this team I don't know how much he would help this team, even if he is healthy. Like there may be the eight seed if he's healthy this year. So I, I frankly well, don't even, really know where to go. Even if it's healthy, like if even if he's healthy, it's Anthony Davis. You need someone who's indestructibly healthy next to LeBron. Yeah. Like you need, you know what I mean? Someone who could withstand uh, kindergarten classes, germs, and everything else, and like falling on the court because every time AD does that, he gets hurt. That's just it. So that's the interesting thing that I'm thinking about more than the the playoffs um or obviously with the Lakers um or have been the last couple months for me every team needs to have a threshold what is their threshold because like you said if you're trying to sub out people for players coming back in that are just not going to push the needle mm-hmm. not to use all these like cliche sports terms but seriously when you think about it if you're just exchanging like meh, maybe with more uh, okay they might be good then like it's just not worth it and in la like it's like double the and maybe and and the microscope is hot yeah yeah they've just subbed this out around lebron and ad and it just hasn't worked so i don't know in my opinion 
LeBron should leave. Um, and the Lakers should not give up anything more in the future for him. No more of your future should be no. um, given away for somebody who might not be able to pull it off again next year. That's what I'm saying. Like, you trade for, okay, who's out there, and you try to see, and there's no obvious answers, and it's not like Damian Lillard. Then are you even going to be able to win this next year? Probably yeah. not. And is it yeah. worth, like, you know, you you're the you absolute on either end of it have to know that you are in the running for it. Um, so that was my medium crow, I guess, is the watching teams pass their breaking point. But there are also teams that are could be past their breaking point in another universe and just have pulled it off. And so I want to give a shout out to the Denver Nuggets mm. for just being cool. <laughs> I just love how they withstand everything. Like for years, this has been the thing. I remember like when... Will Barton was getting injured like <laughs> five years ago. What, 10 years ago at this point? You know, they just always seem to find a way. I don't know. It's yeah. Cool. I like that. They do. They do. Who who else wants to do their... Harry, what's your macro? Or micro or medium crow, whatever you want. Yeah, we're I'll, not really going in order. <laughs> I'll, I'll go macro because it's also LeBron related. It's a, And it's a little meandering. So bear with me. I I have been seeing a lot of the first team all league, second team all league is Jokic a center is Embiid a center kind of debate going on, and I am really struck by how stupid that is. Like how just how much people are talking about whether or not Jokic is a made up position or not, so he can be on a made up team, and got me thinking about how my macro reflection is how I don't know if the NBA is ready for a post-LeBron media landscape. Like, he has been so much of the discourse and, like, so much of, as, as sports media has changed, you know, I was looking back at, like, what the media looked like in 2003 and there were, like, slam covers and... You would pop off if you had a cool blog and, you know, <laughs> Twitter was invented in LeBron's third year. Like, it, it, you know, there's all these ways that the media has, has you know, ebbed and flowed tremendously. And all the while, one of the fixtures has been you can debate if LeBron is better than Jordan or mm -hmm. debate if LeBron should go somewhere else or all, mm. all of these things. And, you know, we've seen this before <clears throat> with other big important media people when they i mean not media people celebrities figures or whatever like donald trump comes to mind as as when they are when they leave prominence or whatever a lot of the media institutions that made a ton of money kind of debating them need to reevaluate and mm. i um i could totally like what the hell is skip bayless gonna do you know, and, and <laughs> all the eyeballs he gets and Colin Coward and, and you know, plenty of other people and how that's going to trickle down. So I, I am obviously LeBron is not retired yet. He's leading the league in scoring. But I do think it, his his he doesn't have the kind of media juice that he did. And I don't see see it coming back like that. And so I, I'm I'm curious how the media um, how the 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 post LeBron take economy will, will thrive. Mm. Well, even this year, mm. I don't, maybe it's just because I've tapped out of all of that, but nobody was saying that any of this was his fault. Were they beyond like lobbying for Russ to come? 
That right. was obviously on him. LeBron talked to him. LeBron made him come. As far yeah. as like actual play, it's not like anybody is pulling the thing they usually do, where it's like well, LeBron. Mm-hmm. If LeBron was only this or da 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 da. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's <clears throat> a good point, Harry. I think. Yeah. I mean. I I don't know like who everybody is going to be mad about or what they're going to debate, <laughs> but I mean my my what the uh, macro I had is just basically the Phoenix Suns, unbelievable year on course to maybe break their franchise record for wins. No one's talking about them, and they are so upset about that. Like about like you it. want to talk about who's mad at LeBron this year? It's just all the Phoenix because they're like the Lakers lost again, and ESPN's going to lead with LeBron, and it's like. To, to your point here, I agree that it feels like he's losing juice and there's just not as much steam behind him. But, like, hard to put too much gas behind a loser, you know, to say it in very plain terms. And it's hilarious. And, like, I, I like this Suns team. They're a ton of fun to watch. I'm so happy for Devin Booker and seeing what CP3 and him cementing himself as the point god, truly, mm-hmm. and such a great leader. But it is hilarious because these Phoenix fans hated the Spurs. And Spurs fans will tell you we had the greatest team for like a decade and no one talked about us. And now that's happening to the Phoenix Suns. And I think it's very funny. And that's my macro. Hmm. How do we like fix the media? And I don't mean fix like solve. I mean Let's fix talk like about use yeah. money to, oh, to fix in a it. dirty way. Yes. Oh, I mean, fix okay. like you'd fix mm. a game, not fix like solve. I don't really want, I don't feel like taking that on. Yeah. I was going to say, wow, that's a, that's a big homework. I don't know how we, how we fix it, but it, it is going to be interesting. Even just, you know, we talk about how like 90% of the social posts are LeBron and it's, I think it's going to be more of a passing of the torch in how everybody was comparing people to Jordan I think even after LeBron is gone, it's just going to be comparing him, mm. people to him. And that's what the whole conversation is going to be. I feel like that's what was all around Zion. That was it wasn't even about Zion's play. It was how is he like LeBron? Like that yeah. was the the whole thing. So I think that's how it's going to transition. But yeah, I, I'm, I'm not sure. I don't know. I could see a world where. Kevin Durant retires within a year after LeBron retiring. Uh, one wow. from an age perspective, but two, like if mm. you're KD, do you? Re- he's he hates being the talking point at this point. I mean, he yeah. likes fucking with people on the internet, but like if you're KD, you see LeBron retire, and all the eyes then turn to you, and you're like, you know what, man, fuck this shit. I don't. I'm good. I got my rings. You know, I've cooked enough people. I've been <laughs> mean to people on the sidelines enough. I'm good with this. Mm. You know. I think me and KD have similar, tri- you know what I mean? I'm just like, I'm sick of Twitter. KD's sick of Twitter. <laughs> you know, you just kind of like, you still enjoy the game, but not really as much the traditional discourse around it. I think this is how we fix in the bad connotation, not in a positive way. The So the media, so the Suns get the attention they so deserve. Mm. Okay. One. We steal money from Great idea. servers, not bank account. Let's do something that's more breachable. Mm. So like scam, scam him, some kind of phishing. His email. Venmo. Yeah, we could scam him. Um, Send him a link. Yeah. He would definitely fall for some kind of like, like oh, yeah. like I'm free just, uh, nudes here. Click <laughs> <Free nudes here. laughs> <laughs> <Like> the link. <laughs> All his money just comes immediately out of his bank account. Perfect. 
click the link to see your own wife in a bikini. (laughs) (laughs) That was literally the stupidest part of that story. I hated that. Um, Oh, man. Okay, so we scam him. We take money. Not too much where, like, someone like him would notice it. Probably just, I would say, like, 32000 Mm. <laughs> I'd love that you had a number. <laughs> well, it has to be specific. He'll just think it's a payment or for something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Be like, which or lawsuit was that? Yeah, we could. <laughs> we could make. Okay, I've got. Actually, I have a new plan. This fixes everything for the the NBA. What we do is we make fake a fake NFT package. And mm. our package is not apes. It's going to be every mascot for the NBA, right? Okay. And then we sell them to – first, we inflate the importance of it by getting mm. all of our friends to tweet about it. Um, Perfect. The NFT playbook. Yeah, we talk about all of the parties we have on the virtual fake yacht, mm-hmm. um, which I don't know. I'll figure that out. Um, and then we sell them. We get people to buy it. We take all of the money and we just put it in the teams that we want to see more of. It's Twitter promotion. So literally, we're pumping all of this into Twitter promotion. Okay, Twitter. Maybe we pay one. off like one to two analysts. Mm. We might have to take out some columnists. No, because columnists don't really do that much. We'll when just have to threaten out. their family. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll just threaten just their families threaten. and be like, look, you're a national columnist. I need Talk you to focus I just, on. I just yeah. want to know, because I know Haley has like three columnists already in mind. I want to know which three she wants to threaten first. Don't say it, obviously. Yeah. Beep. Yeah. Can you guess? I actually do have three. I have a feeling. Uh, <laughs> I'm curious, if you were trying to raise the image of say the Suns or the Bucks, mm-hmm. what media person do you give money to to have them spend more time talking about? Are you going to give money to Skip Bayless? Oh. That seems Ethically, like it would hurt I don't a lot. think I can. <laughs> yeah. Who, who has the most sway? Like, literally, who has the most sway? Because I Let know we get- all laugh and we're like, Stephen A is so... Blah, blah. But th- the thing is, is the more mm-hmm. something is talked about, Mm. The more it just bleeds into your brain. Yeah. Here's here's my theory. You you want to you want to get in on the ground floor of someone who's on a nice ascension right now because you get you can get them cheap, and then you can have them if they're talking to a younger audience. The two you go after: JJ Redick and Richard Jefferson. Richard mm. Jefferson, he's got all the TikTok kids going. You got he's JJ. Oh my, he's oh, got yeah. a he's really good TikTok. TikTok account. It's insane. He's like genuinely good at it. Uh, it's hilarious. And um, does he do yeah. the dances? I don't know if he has. I wouldn't <laughs> be surprised if he had. But he'll do like reactions. Like people will tag yeah. him on videos of him getting dunked on. He makes he'll fun tell of himself. Stories. That's he's the really, best part. Yeah, he's really good at it. Genuinely. So uh, that would that's be actually great. We have to. Yes. And okay. Go to great. a younger so audience. We'll pay them. What we could do is what all those players did. They hacked into the retirement fund or the health fund or something oh, he will yeah. did it little legend where do you think he learned to do that okay so my <laughs> micro <laughs> is actually my macro this is the one that i am stealing from harry because he's not doing it harry's macro that we originally talked about was are the era of super teams over that's a really 
interesting question. Have mm-hmm. they worked out great? Not this year. Because Mm-mm. if you look at the teams that are, you would call like a super team if you just got into the NBA right now and didn't, maybe didn't know how these players got to their respective teams. Um, let's take the Nuggets, for example, even though mm. under current health, like they're not at full talent. That's a drafted team. Mm-hmm. So the Warriors are a drafted team. Not that the Warriors are having the most of success at the current moment. Um, sorry, Harry. Uh, the Suns did not team up on purpose. You know, it's not like they right. drafted um, Chris Paul, obviously, who's essential to their like, if you're going to call them super teamed them, I wouldn't label them as that. Um, I'm curious if you guys would. Mm. But he the trade there wasn't like something he pushed for it's not you know maybe he wanted it i could see that but it's not like something where he forced his way to houston like he did to get out of the clippers um so if you look at the teams that actually teamed up the lakers not in the playoffs the nets currently in the 10th i believe 10th seed Mm -hmm. um so still have to yeah, and they're tied with the Hornets, and they're really close to the Hawks. So um, I'm sure that they'll make it in. I don't know why I'm just like – I think everyone is just like, yeah, I'm sure they'll make it in, which is interesting. <laughs> but anyway, I think that, you know, they're not they're not in the playoffs right now, so that's not working out as planned. Harden literally left them. Mm-hmm. That's technically a super team as well. If you think about it, Harden forced his way to Philly. That's not working out like they exactly thought it would. Bless Joel Embiid's heart. Um, mm. Did you guys see him say that if he doesn't get MVP, he's going to assume people hate him? No, I did <laughs> not see that. I thought that was really vulnerable. That people was making vulner- fun of it. Oh. And I thought that was vulnerable. I know. Feels wow, that lot- came from the heart. <clears throat> it, it, really it feels. Did. It feels a lot like the person who's like, oh my God, my painting sucks. And you're like, what is it? And then they hold it up and it's fantastic. And you're like, yeah, oh yeah, you think your painting sucks. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, all right, Joel. <laughs> Everyone loves you. Okay, give me a break. But yeah, I, I get read- it. Campaign. Campaign for it. I get it. I read this story in The Athletic the other day um, that was just a collection of Joel Embiid stories. And one of them was that he asked for – Tyrese um, one time like had chicken wings on a plane. And he was like, you didn't bring me any. So then he felt bad. And now he brings like 20 extra wings for Embiid every time he gets Aww. wings. And Embiid requests them burnt. <clears throat> oh. Like, yeah, and then they also said that he requests his steak burnt, which I'm not like, look, however you want to cook your – I'm not here to debate how people eat shit or whatever. But, like, that's mm-hmm. actually physically hard to eat. That's like <laughs> yeah. at that point it's like it's jerky, but it hasn't been dried. Yeah. And so it still has – you still have to chew through it because it's not skinny. So I'm not – like, I'm not saying it's gross – you can eat whatever you want. I'm just saying that's that is an odd choice. I've never heard of anybody not only choosing well done, but like choosing like, hey, I want this burnt. But, wait, this thing but, that, uh, uh, but also well him getting like making Tyrese give him wings, like kind of saying, oh, you didn't bring me wings. And now he gets wings every time. I feel like that's what he's doing mm. for the MVP race. Like, yes. oh, if you guys leave me out. And then when he wins, it's going to be like, yay, told you. Yeah. <laughs> cute i like it i I do that to your point very just going back to the super team stuff i think even like look at the clippers we didn't mention them but like they're not doing as well as they could they're missing Kawhi. you know pg's been hurt for so much of it that's another super team so very just to like kind of wrap on this i do think this is like the end like we're like you know i mentioned the generational thing 
I think this is the end of one generation that did and viewed super teams. But I think there is a generation coming up that will do them also. Like, look at Luka. If he gets knocked out in the first round again, you're telling me that guy's not going to be looking across the landscape mm-hmm. like, okay, maybe in a year or two I got to go link with a, a real star. You know, they made me play with Porzingis for that year. I was a waste of my time. That's not a superstar. Trey mm-hmm. Young, another guy like that. So I think there is a younger generation that's maybe having some of their frustrations start to build. Yeah. Uh, and we'll see. Like, Carl Anthony Towns as well. Like, is he tired well, of playing? Well, and they did it. Right, yeah, like true. He they got tried. Yeah, they tried. Yeah. I mean, they tried one iteration. Doesn't mean you can't again. But that's you're yeah, so right. Trying. I think the the age of the current players who have chosen to super team up together is that age is dying out. But a mm-hmm. new one will totally come in, and that's going to be exciting to see because um, I don't want the Grizzlies to break up whatsoever. No. I love them together right now. But like a player like that, or like any of the Hornets, just deciding that they want to add someone would be really fun. Yeah. And this is kind of the age to do it. Um, and something Jordan and I have talked about countless times, like I know a lot of other people have, is that with AAU, they all know each other so much younger. It's not like they have to get in the league and they're like, man, yeah. I really love playing with this player on the Olympic team. You don't have to wait for that. Like they've been playing with each other since they were 12. So yeah. the chances are they, which is how D'Lo and Kat kind of ended up together in the first place. Um they had played together. They'd been friends. So, yeah. yeah, I think you're totally right. Yeah. And just when the super team, I think my um, my micro was Memphis and how they are for real. And people want to root for those teams more. I know I do. I'm, like, more excited for the Phoenix Suns team where it's just a bunch of role players doing their roles really, really well. And that's exactly what Memphis is doing. And we knew Ja was a superstar, but I feel like this season, just looking at it reflectively, he's really cemented himself as a superstar and with all of the pieces around him too. So I want to root for the non-super teams. I think Mm -hmm. that's what... I was mad when Brooklyn got all together. I'm like, ugh, this is going to be boring. Like they're Mm -hmm. just ring chasing or they're all trying to, to get something. The Memphis team, the grit and grind... That's the fun basketball. That's the basketball you want to, you know, see over and over again, even though they were least televised team out of like yeah. everybody. But you actually want to see them succeed. And I'm so happy they did this season. Yeah, their interpretation of grit and grind has been really interesting, too, because they are like take Jaren like the defense. He is like taking a huge load there and doing it really well. So there's still mm-hmm. elements of that. But um, we're going to take a break. And they will then we will come back before we go on the break. I just want to say I looked it up. Joe and Bead's a Pisces. Hmm. They are very good at being like, but nobody likes me. And then everyone's like, well, everybody likes you. And you know, you kind of like win an award because of it. Oh, yeah. I love that. If you don't have players on the field with the right skills, whether it's breakaway speed or elite playmaking ability, you're going to have a tough time winning. The same goes for your business. Indeed is a fast, simple way to make sure you're hiring MVPs. Go to Indeed.com slash spinsters to claim your $75 credit before April 30th. If you're hiring, you need Indeed because Indeed is the hiring partner where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. And Indeed is the only job site where you're guaranteed to find quality applicants that meet your must-have requirements or else you don't pay start hiring right now with a 75 dollars sponsored job credit to upgrade your job posts at indeed.com slash spinsters 
Offer valid through April 30th. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it delivers four times more hires than all other job sites combined, according to Talent Nest. Indeed.com slash spinsters. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Okay, so we're back. Um, Jordan, that's interesting what you were saying about teams, about not being as easy to cheer for super teams. Because I think for so long I was like, player empowerment's fine. If players want to leave, that's fine. That's up to them. Like, stop being weird about it. And actually, I think we're going vintage. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. The cycle's coming back where the organic is now easier to cheer for than the super team. (laughs) Because it's like, look, I want you guys to go make your own decisions. Mm -hmm. But don't make bad decisions. Y'all keep making these bad fucking (laughs) decisions. Russ, like, I love Russ, but you have tarnished my appreciation for this player because you put him in a situation that is just untenable. You can't put mm. those expectations on him. So, you know, you're not GMs. I, I want you to feel like you can act like one, but maybe consult somebody on it. Can I ask you as which do you look at as a bigger, as is so harsh as it leaves my mouth, which is a bigger failure, the Nets or the Lakers? Oh, the Lakers. Oh. Well, no, not I, never mind. I can't say that. They won a championship. Yeah. I don't with, think either is, would rest, be defined yeah. as a failure. Okay. Yeah, because like, the Nets could different. very much – I mean, they've set themselves up for the next three years if they want to. True. Um, And the Lakers won a championship, so no matter what, they're not a failure. Okay. This season, isolated alone, Lakers. the Lakers. Lakers. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I agree you know what that. I mean, though? You can't because, really call it a failure <clears throat> if they've won. No, I, I, that's true. But And with the Nets, I guess my only thing is like – to your point about like the superstars, the Nets scared me so much because they had those superstars together plus like core good bench pieces mm-hmm. or at least enough of them. And then it just never quite tur- – they never were healthy at the right times together and it yeah. just didn't work out at all. Because mm-hmm. like that Nets team terrified me because they had serviceable role players. But it's like you look at the Lakers and like you get, you know, beyond four deep, it's brutal. That's a good point. They are kind of an interesting juxtaposition because, like, the Nets had Patty, they had Joe Harris. But the thing is, is that Mm. they, for both teams, they kind of were forcibly employed in bigger roles than they should have been. Mm. They're role players. They never, both teams, like you said, Zach, they weren't healthy at the same time. So it was so hard to judge like full strength versus full strength. I felt like we never really got that for most of the season. Even that's what I was saying about the Lakers. Like it was hard to say how bad we are because how many games were actually LeBron, AD and Russ all on the floor at the same time? Very little. And I feel like that was also with the Nets too. Somebody was out, somebody was hurt. Two out of the three were always healthy. Yeah, it's, it's it's interesting. I I I had a call with a friend that's a big Lakers fan as well, and he and I were talking because I was looking. The I tweeted this at the All Star break, but the Lakers with that Kobe team where they tried to build their super their super team with Steve Nash, Dwight, they had the exact same record as this team at the All Star break. Same really? record, really? Yeah, and they're both in like oh, seventh or eighth, right around there. Hmm. And obviously, that Lakers team ended up pl- above five hundred. But if you go look at it, it's like just. It's wild because the the roster's not good, but the role players on that 2013 or 2012-2013 team are way better than what, what this current iteration has. And it's mm-hmm. hilarious that, like, I'm like, Devin Ebanks 
is a better player than Melo off the bench. Like, what are we talking about? But that's the reality, you know? Ugh. Give me Steve, Somebody give me should Steve look at Blake records overall, though. Like, the way that records... Tri- I don't think that we account for record change like we do inflation. Mm. Um, mm. And a, wow. somebody should do that because there's been so many factors throughout the years, and it's not like it's always... It's trended steadily the same way that inflation has. Um, but they're not the same year to yeah. year or, or trend to trend, like league wide trend to trend. Um, there were so. probably that, that 2013 team probably had pat to your point padded wins because it felt like the league was at this place where it was like you had the top half and then the bottom half. Yeah. And totally. To your point. Yeah. 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 The competition, who are people playing every night? I think that's going to affect the overall record. Mm. If yeah. Someone yeah. out there who's doing advanced stats, <laughs> please. Um, and Help has me. time. Um, do this. Do this. Yeah. Adjust <laughs> great, for competition. That might be out there. Who knows? If that's out there, somebody send it to us. And yeah. It to us. That's a very um, interesting. We're sort of running out of time because Zach has a hard out because he has so many jobs. Um, but my, <laughs> my, well, one of the things that was more just like a commentary on this season was like, it is always interesting when the East has as much or more legitimate competition as the West. Yeah. Yeah. I just think that's interesting. It's something to keep tabs on. It's not like it has to be a huge discussion. Um, my micro was uh, specific, obviously, because it's micro, but it's I'm between two like people's major life changes. And one of them is, is Pop going to retire? Mm-hmm. Um, I th- I could see him doing something that's not like I, he would be the anti coach K, I don't think oh, he'd God, give much yeah. notice. I think it'd be between <laughs> him and himself or maybe him and like someone he has a lot of affection for like in the Spurs. Yeah, like I don't know, you know, somebody that he works really intimately with or but I don't think it's going to be a big thing and I could see him just kind of saying, "Okay, like the Spurs have returned to a stable place." Um and, you know, I'm going to leave because mm. I'm tired of doing this for all these years. Uh, especially, let's see, what are they? They're in tenth, right? Yeah, they're mm-hmm. in tenth, ahead, far ahead of the Lakers, um, and not far behind the Pelicans at ninth. So they could reasonably get that <sighs> that playing game. But um, I could see that happening, and that's that will also shift the NBA in a major way. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I agree like i could see him retiring soon i kind of feel like he doesn't know who's gonna replace him yet and it feels like he maybe will wait until that's more clear but i agree with you that he'll just leave mm. yeah like he'll, he'll just, just on some daniel day lewis shit just like be like yeah i'm gonna go like, make wine somewhere quietly irish yeah. goodbye yeah, yeah he Definitely. will irish goodbye the league no doubt yeah. <laughs> um yeah and my other person <clears throat> making changes was something that i am also taking from harry but it's donovan going to the knicks Mm. I was in a bar in New York and Ooh. was going up to the rooftop and this guy got on and he was wearing a Knicks hat and we were talking about the Knicks. And then when he left, I like the door was closing. I was like, I just heard he might, you know, Donovan might go to you guys, whatever, blah, blah. And when I say I just heard, this is like, I want to be clear. <laughs> the like six degrees of removed, like I heard this from a person where I was at this thing those that's the amount of degrees removed from like when I say I heard but I've also heard from like six people that this is what he wants and mm. bear in oh. mind I'm in Louisville right now right I know a lot of people who know him 
That's all I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, anyway, I've vaguely from a long distance away have heard he wants to go. So anyway, I told that to the guy in the elevator and he literally sprinted back, stuck his <laughs> yeah. arm in. But, it, you know, it closed. Yeah. He, he Wait, please. Knicks crushed. fans are down please. so bad. I know. <laughs> yeah, really. He Anything. was like trying to stick his arm back in the elevator. <laughs> I'm like, I clearly don't know anything for sure. But yeah, I, anyway, think, that I think that would be very interesting. <clears throat> is, I mean, it's want. wild that they took Frank over him in the, to begin with. Like him being that from that area. That is so funny. And Frank's, Harry's Frank's roommate has a league, dog right? named Frank, named after Frankie Smokes. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I no, always but love you've got to see this dog. Like it's all worth it because honestly, this might have been God's plan because <laughs> that dog had to be named Frank. Like that is Frank through and <laughs> through, know. and would perfect face. Let me see if I can get him. Named him? <laughs> yes, please. Would he have named him Frank? Had he not been drafted by the Knicks? I don't think so. Hmm. So let's say that he takes Donovan. You don't want to Donovan name a dog. Or a dog? Donovan? Yeah, you can't. Maybe Don. Don. Don would be good. Donnie. Don. Classic. But then but Trump this is becomes president and you have a dog named Don. That's oh, tough. man. That's, that's God's plan. <laughs> that's the big guy being like, <laughs> I cannot let this happen. He's like, Trump's going to happen and has to, but <laughs> this is not going to happen. Oh, not on my watch. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. He's so cute. Meet He's the original so Frank. <laughs> Best Frank there is. Cute. I love so it. He looks like he's cute. wearing a tuxedo with the white in the front. It's so he cute. He does. He's so classy, that Frank. <laughs> oh, it's Frank Spencer's debut. Yeah. So cute. If that was Elvis, you try to eat the mic. <laughs> Crumbs does the same thing. You guys have to watch our thing. YouTube to see Frank. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Exclusive content. Um, does anybody else, before we go, want to share their their last second, whichever ones you didn't? Um, my my macro was just the whole seventy five year everything. I'm very mm-hmm. happy that it's over hmm. and we can just go back to a regular <laughs> regular NBA season without so many lists. I mean, there's lists every season, but specifically the one list that everybody talked about all year. Oh, yeah, and we're fucking obsessed over it. Plus, like, 75, <sighs> if you really look Weird back number. at their history, it's there's a lot of, like, stretching. I mean, I guess you just had to decide one year, like, okay, are we going to do pre-merger, post-merger? Mm. Like, what are we going to mm-hmm. do? Blah, blah, blah. But in all honesty, 75 is probably not the most accurate number. But I say that, and, like, I'm somebody who spent, my formative years in Indiana, and I say when people ask where I'm from, I say Kentucky. Hmm. So, am well, I yeah, really it's probably like that? Yeah, are yeah, you it's from kind of where like you grew that. Up? What are they yeah. gonna say? Yeah, because I'm like nobody. I don't. Nobody lives there anymore, and my whole family's from Kentucky, and I spent a huge chunk of my life here. Mm-hmm. So you know, maybe it's like they were like, "Well, look, we just got to pick one." <laughs> I think so. Fair <laughs> enough, I guess. I'll be but 55. Still, I'll be. 55 I'm glad to be done with that list. list comes out. And that's going to be the end of me. <laughs> You'll be 55? I'll be 55 when the NBA 100 comes out. Because think about it, that's 25 years from now. I'm 30 now. do you guys now. think you'll be? F- oh I, I won't God. be here. You guys will not see me. I will not. <laughs> we do a podcast. You can come with me on a fucking right boat. now. <laughs> you have we'll to take a, a boat reunion. for the miles down a lake. Oh, my God. No, none I'm of down. you guys will know me. Donovan will get on the hundred list, and we'll all be like, "Damn, Haley would have loved that." <laughs> <laughs> I will not be here. 
Yeah, I wonder if we can get a letter to Ireland. <laughs> I'll be yeah. like, I don't totally. know where I'll be. Be on It'll a farm like, with some um, fucking goats or something. They'll tell great. me. I'll know. I'll know. I'll like know, know it's the day and there's going to be like a weird like lightning streak in the sky and I'll be like, <laughs> Donovan made it. <laughs> Shout out to, uh, wow, yeah. Terry made it? <laughs> I'll be like, wow, this is amazing. Yeah, I'll be 55 doing, holding the little the little like uh, TikTok microphone doing the list and it'll be a sad <laughs> day. <laughs> sad ass day. Oh my god. Oh my god. That's great. Jordan, wow. where are you going to be? Oh, where am I going to be? I don't know. 25 years from now. 25 years from now. I don't know. Somewhere with some kids. Mm. Yeah. A bigger house than this townhome somewhere, some land. Just living the dream. Yeah. Know. Still watching basketball, definitely. But I will probably not be near a podcast mic to mm. argue about the list. But I don't, we won't have mics. It'll be like you get a chip in your mm-hmm. tooth mm. or on your tongue or something. And like that is the microphone. So you can just turn it on and off whenever you want. Wow. <clears throat> yeah. And QuickTime's just, just something. World. It's like on a watch and you can record. Mm. Mm. Yeah. That's the next level of QuickTime. Harry, where are you going to be in 25 years? <laughs> I hope I'm in this exact spot, but the only difference is I've somehow made it like thousands of dollars monthly on Patreon. Okay. Like everything well, else is the same, but I've like <laughs> somehow <laughs> <been> <laughs> uh, Love it. Frank is Do you have a Patreon? You know, um, oh, you know, I'll figure that out a uh, year 13, 14, 15 or whatever. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I could give to the world <laughs> to, mm. to get money back so selfless okay um, yeah. for money you know <laughs> yeah for money <laughs> <laughs> uh. well that's our show <laughs> that's our show <laughs> uh, uh, tell us where you will be in 25 years when the 100 list comes out on our voicemail at 502-874-4453 or send us an email at spinsters at to be featured on the show and as always shout out to our producer Harry Pinsky. Hey, this is Taylor from Chicago. Uh, Before the season started, I boldly said the Pelicans were going to make the playoffs. Uh, It's been one hell of a ride. Didn't think we would get here, but I'm really loving this team, and I just want to see what's happening. It feels good to love a team like this. All right, bye.